Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> Yo, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show Fantasy Podcast Edition. We are here to uh, wrap up our Foxborough uh, Fantasy Week here and uh, talk uh, Denver going forward. We're going to speed through this here a little bit. Cole has got a dinner date or something. So uh, we did record a show last week, contrary to popular belief. Um, and unfortunately it just, uh, I don't know. It didn't, we had an issue with the, with the audio. It was, it was, uh, corrupted or something. It would not render a video for me. Um, so yeah, I don't know what the deal was, but me and Justin, we, we powered through and we did record one last week, but yeah. So sorry to everyone that we didn't get one out. Um, also as far as prizes go, I am boxing up prizes tonight here cause we're recording this a little early. So I got a little extra time. So I'm boxing up prizes tonight, uh, to go out here, uh, either tomorrow or I think I have one person in Canada that I actually got to go to the post office. So that'll go on Tuesday next week. Uh, before we get started though, want to thank our sponsors, energy fuel, premier custom trailers, TLR coatings, holster co alias sport, dirt bike depot, JT cycle, adept creative co Gutterworks, Isaac Nelson designs and clutch media all on board with us here links in the description for all that stuff for those of you who don't know we play our fantasy on pulpamexfantasy.com we have a league go check it out dm us your team name if you win a prize uh make sure to dm us uh with your info so we can get that prize out to you eventually so on the line with me it is actually both of the usual co-hosts it is justin and cole what's up boys hey What's up, bitches? Oh, God damn it. I forgot he did that. Should have muted him. Dude, I, uh, I just went riding at Martin. Oh, I yeah? Fucking suck. <laughs> I fucking suck, <laughs> Were there a lot of people there? Uh, it wasn't bad, man, but the track was fucking weird. Like, I, and no disrespect to the P guys, because they are the backbone of our sport. But the lines were G out, G out, G out. And when you're hitting rough like that, you got to really work the clutch. And I'm not a clutch worker. And I had sure as hell ain't a clutch worker when I can't even feel my left arm. So it was, uh, it was a struggle, boys. Huh. Interesting. Well, it's cold outside. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's real cold it outside. Cold as well. Cold as well. Um, but, yeah, so good to ride. I did not ride today. It's time, but on the drive home, it's at... Uh, Good. Yeah, well, I didn't ride today. Uh, I broke my truck last night, so I dropped that off and then cycled home. And on the way home, I stopped at the bank to deposit money in the ATM, and the ATM decided it was going to eat my money. So it's been an afternoon for me. <laughs> Justin, how's your day been? Uh, busy and going on an hour of sleep, so I wish I had some cocaine. You should sleep more. Good job. Yeah, that's about it. You should use some. Uh, some you hey, you should use some Alias okay. Sport CBD oh, oh, chill we'll oil. Just, 
Okay. Uh, no. And how many bangs? Uh, zero, bro. I'm drinking coffee right now because I literally got back home and I started just falling asleep. You should have thought yourself sleep. <laughs> I did, but you know, I've I think in the last three days I've accumulated a total of an hour per night. So yeah, I'm literally running on fumes at this point. So why are you drinking coffee instead of sleeping? Uh, because if I sleep now, I won't sleep through the night, and then it's going to be fucking hell city with it being Friday tomorrow. Sweet. Okay, great. So let's get into this moto stuff here. Well, let's no, grind this out, then. No one wants to hear about our <laughs> shitty lives. Uh, all right, so wrapping up Foxborough here, congratulations to Tony Carr 323 with a score of 292 points. That's impressive, Tony Carr 323 you win our weekly prize so make sure to uh dm us on instagram there with your name and info and we will get your weekly prize out provided to us by our friends at alias sport uh i don't even know where the fuck i landed here let me just see ah there we go 32nd all right so i had a pretty decent week wouldn't call it great but it was decent scored 249 points uh should have been a lot better but hey whatever uh 250s i had marshall welton for 46 points i had pierce brown for 26 i had colin park who liked our instagram post by the way the other day the reel i put up so thanks colin uh for 38 points and then i had hardy fucking munoz who can go fuck himself got me nine points um 450 class (laughs) 450 class i had brandon hartraff for 28 points uh, Amart scored me a solid 42. Cake Placeon came through at 34. And Jason Anderson had 26 points. So that was good. Total of 249. Not a bad week. Not a great week. <laughs> That's Justin's favorite number. What number? 249. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck anyway, you. Anyway, continue. Uh, that's all I got. Who wants to go next? I'll let her go. Uh, all right, go ahead, Cole. I have two four, a.k.a. your boy, Joey Dalzell. Jesus Christ. Uh, Marshall, Michigan man, Welton. He uh, didn't make the main the week before, and he had a little trip on his shoulder. And uh, that field completed field. He's a good racer, whatever, 46 points. Got her in. Qualified kind of well, too. Uh, also, let me back up. Quick disclaimer. I was in Denver last week, a week early. Fuck me. But, Take a job, uh, bud. Uh, so, yeah, I was out doing the sightseeing thing, and I looked at first practice times, made my picks, and then just left them. Um, so I was kind of conservative, and it almost paid off. But anyway, uh, 46 points, Marshall Welton, uh, Jet Lawrence, 23 points. I figured, I mean, there ain't much he can fuck up, especially on a championship night. couple on the table, but we'll take it. Colin Park ripping a fucking holy 38 points. Good for him. Um, and then your boy, John Short, 30 points. So I had a super solid 250 team. And then uh, 450 team, super solid, except for this one guy, Justin Starling. One position out of double points. Just put it in and twisted it. 12 points. Um, Henry Miller. Dude's been proving himself to, to get in the main very consistently, so 34 points there. Hell yeah, Henry. Uh, Marvelous Marv, 26. And then uh, Clayson at 34. I actually swapped Hardtraft out for Starlin, so fuck me here. So, 
Yeah, that's where I'm at. If, if I would have had an extra 10, 15, 20 points, I would have been sitting pretty. So I actually had a pretty fucking good weekend. Uh, I had a total of 273 points and overall rank 849. And like I was telling Travis on Sunday, if I would have went with my gut in each class, I actually would have scored 295 points. Look, I'm going to be um, real honest with you. You had a good fucking weekend, okay? Well, dude, like I told you, after telling you, think about how good it would had I just gone with my gut. Like, I didn't go with my gut with one guy in each class. And then now looking back, the guys that I literally would have picked – would have got me the points that I needed to be that high up. Um, so 250 guys, we all went with uh, Michigan man Marshall Welton. He's had a pretty sneaky good season. I understand that you know the field is depleted, but still you got to put it in the mains and you got to be consistent. And Marshall has. Uh, I had Jay Sowen for 23, and the guy I would have picked, Mitch Oldenburg, would have got me 26. I had Jack Chambers at 38, and the one that really scored big for me was, and I don't even know why I decided to pick him, and Travis can attest to this, I even mentioned his name when we did the pre-show, so it's not like I just fucking, you know, went with what everybody said. Hunter Yoder, 52. Don't know why. I just, uh, I had this. A lot had of this, people were off the trout on him, though. See, and that's the thing, though, man. I didn't even look at the pit trend, so, like, it's not like I was going off of what other people were doing. I just had this feeling after first practice. I'm like, you know what? This man made his first main a couple weeks ago. I think, no, I think it actually goes all the way back to Detroit was his first main. I was like, you know what? He's getting better and better every week. He's had some stupid crashes. He's finally going to put it all together because the kid is talented. And sure as shit, 52 points, 450 guys, this is where I got fucked up. I went with Brayton as well, and the guy I was going to go with, fucking Vince Freeze. What got me the points I needed. I went with Cooper Webb at 26. I also had Henry Miller. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you. Look, I'll be real honest with you. Dude, Vince Freeze is a good fucking rider. Well, I'll be real honest with you. Vince Freeze is a good fucking rider. Uh, I went with Hunter Miller at 34, and then I also had Amart at 42. So I looked in and go, I wanted to go with Vince Freeze, and I wanted to go with Oldenburg, and I was like, you know what? Owen and Braden have been real solid lately. I'll go with them. And I'm like, sure as shit, if I'd have just went with my gut. I had like 295 points. I don't know where that would have put me rank-wise. But, boys, I was so pissed after that 250 first, that first main. I was 159 points. The max overall was 162. Three points, fucking 162nd. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. Three points, there were that many people that were that close. So I was a little heated. As happy as I was after that main, I was a little heated. I'll be real honest fucking with you. Fucking heated, bro. <laughs> fucking heated. Heated. Three points, like, for real, three points separates uh, that many people. Like, holy shit. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend. I was satisfied with it, so. All right. Nice. Well, I'm going to be real honest with you. We're going to move on here. Uh, Moving on to Denver here. Another day race. Mile High City. Outdoor Stadium. Colt, why the fuck did you go to Denver a week early? Uh, That's when Emily had time off work. Sounds gay. No way around it. Sounds gay. Yeah. Should have told her quit Jeez the job. Christ. Quit the job. I know. What? I know. Go you to Supercross. You need to get into sales or do something. Yep. So, all right. Well, anyway, Denver day race. There is a Friday practice. There is a Friday Pulpamex LCQ challenge race, which could end in death for a lot of people. Not sure. A lot of money on the line for those guys. And then we have 
I believe now it should be in there. I believe two practices Saturday morning. He is starting second row, but I heard the AMA ixnade him starting backwards, which is kind of annoying. Yeah, well, Kev told us that. I was like, I highly doubt they're gonna let him do that. I don't know. I don't. So, so the funny thing is, is like the AMA ixnade it, but they also are telling him that it's not a sanctioned race. This isn't a sanctioned yeah. race. So there's no. Uh, yeah. There's no protesting. There's no teardowns. There's no any of that. And I'm like, what? Then why the fuck would you care yeah. if he starts backwards? First off, no one's going to be there to see it other than the people who are there with credentials. So, yep. I mean, it's not, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, uh, and then we got a couple practices Saturday morning, 3 o'clock. Well, I'm going to assume those practices, I'm going to assume those practices are probably um, – Friday is going to be because uh, it's all stars as well. It's going to be all stars, and then fucking, um, it's just going to be the free practices. And then Saturday morning, they're just going to go right into when the NBC show or the Peacock show goes live is going to be time qualifying. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's. I started it, thinking about it. That's the only way they could do it. That's the only way they're going to be able to do it. Have those practices because they have to go off of the Peacock qualifying as far as when that end, or starts and ends yeah. to when the day show starts at 3. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird situation to me. I don't know why the fuck we're doing this. We haven't done it the last two rounds that have also been day races and started this early in the morning, so I don't know. Weird. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Well, it's it's only an hour different. Well, wait a minute. Is Colorado two hours behind us or three? Maybe two. Okay, so it was started at 7. Dude, we fucking started at 7 this past weekend in Foxborough. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway... All right, getting into it. We're back to West Coast 250s, um, which is super. He's a slim picking, boy. I was going to say it's super tricky because I'm looking down the line going, okay, oh, I could pick him. Oh, wait, no, he decided he's riding 450s because there's nobody in the 450 class now. Oh, I could pick. Oh, wait, no, I think he's hurt. Oh, wait, I don't remember how he rides. Um, So, all right, so I'll get this popping off here. 250 class. I went with guys that we know here, and if somebody's heard or something or y'all know something, let me know because, I honestly, I don't right now. Um, and this is very tentative and could change as we see practice on Saturday. Uh, 250 class, I have Carson Mumford at a 2. I've got uh, Joe Schmoda as my all-star at a 4. I've got Surratt at an 8, and I've got Dominique 3 at a 5. Good fucking luck to me. Is Sir is Surratt in for sure? I don't know. Yeah. Well, look, he was at the two-stroke race for what was it, Atlanta? That was because he was making more money. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so they, they, my, were, they were well, like – He was on my team, and I just took him off. So. They were like, oh, they were like, he was being there representing Nuclear Blast, and then somebody was like, that's bullshit. He was going to make more money there. That's why he was there. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like, about right. I was like, okay, and dude, he did. He made more money there than he would have. He would have had the podium to make enough money or to make more money at Atlanta than what he did at the fucking two-stroke race. Yep, so that sounds about right. Yeah, so, yep. Just, uh, so yeah, he, I don't see why he's not going to be there. There's, there's no fucking way. There's no way he's not going to be there. I mean, I know he's outdoor testing right now, but he's still under contract. All right, all right, well. We'll see. I mean, this is all subject to change here Saturday morning. So, anyway, yeah. who, want, who wants to go next? Cole, you got a team? Because I know you're you're the one hot to trot here. Yep, I got Sneaky Jaliki Swole. <laughs> Please don't ever call him that. Please don't ever call him that again. That was that was super fucking sus. Why? Sneaky Jaliki Swole. 
<laughs> Anyways, how many whoops? Uh, negative one, dude. He's a factory. He's a factory fucking rider. If he doesn't get top fucking six, the fucking plug. How many? Especially with <laughs> this group right now. We're coming in, coming right. in hot. Coming in hot. Yeah. He's a factory rider. If he doesn't Joe get this, Shimoda he fucking sucks. At a four. All right, good pick. Yeah, Joe Shimoda at a four, dude. He had a great ride in Atlanta. I think that was good for his uh, confidence. And Forkner's back, so he doesn't have to carry the weight of the team, I feel like. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he doesn't get top 12. Like, he fucking sucks. <laughs> and this guy, he's a rookie. And I... And this is my theory. Oh boy! Um, he's got it's his first Supercross season. He's going for the best result. Uh oh! Uh oh! And I'm gonna. Uh oh! <laughs> boy, talk about climaxing here, Jesus! Cole, Cole, you left me right. Oh, we didn't hear any of that, bud. I'm driving through climax. Oh. Um. oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. What a shit show. Wow. Wow. Okay. Cole, we, we don't know anything that you just said, pal. We never heard anything past Shimoda. Oh, hello? Yeah, hello? No way. Yeah. Swear to God, you didn't, dude. Hear my, you didn't hear my Mumford? No, no. Bro, we didn't hear your theory. Okay, Mumford, and then my theory... So we have the same team? Hello. We have the same team. What? Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, we hello. can. We, God, this is great. This is the best podcast radio, we've ever heard. Fucking radio. This is the best podcast. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got the Mumford down. Yep. Okay. And then my theory on this guy is that he's a rookie. He wants to get the best season in that he can, no matter okay. the field. I'm going to get some shit for it. Okay. I'm picking him. Oh, I already know who you're doing. Yep. Yep. Pick him. Pick him. Caden Amarine. I'm picking him like a booger. He's, oh, God. He's, okay. He's All hurt. Right. He's hurt. He's out? I, I think he's oh, out. Yeah. I heard he's hurt. I heard he broke his wrist. Oh, dude. I didn't get a chance to, I didn't get a chance to look at the injury report. Maybe I'm wrong, but I well, I thought I it. I'll... Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's out. So okay. who, who well, else? I guess you got? I'll, I'll swap him out for Mr. Harryman. Jesus. Okay. All right. So I'm also going off of the cuff on this one. Uh, I didn't know the Caden Emery because I was actually going to pick him too. But since we did this earlier, early, I didn't get a chance to look at the injury report. So if yeah, I mean that won't surprise me. Fucking everybody's dropping life flies right now. So my team, uh, my. Dude, I'm just trying to pick somebody with a high handicap that I know has made names because we're all going single digits at this point. I'm going to go McKellen Heil because uh, he's made three mains this year. All right. He made it in Seattle, and he got in through the qualifier. So, got a 12 handicap. I mean, dude, I'm searching for points at this, like, really, because everybody we're going to pick is literally a single-digit handicap. So, well, roll McKellen Heil. Okay. All right. All right. So, I'm going McKellen Heil. Uh, now that we're back to a traditional West Coast race, because in Atlanta he really screwed me by not making the main, but I also think it was just because the starts were bad enough. It's not that he's not fast enough. I got Derek Kelly at a one. Uh, dude, now that we're back on the West, 
pretty much every West Coast round since the halfway point, he was top 10. And once again, now if more people are out, like the chances of him not being even closer to the top five is highly unlikely. I'm also going to go with Carson Mumford. What, he's at a two, uh, two handicap. And then my all-star, I'm just going to fucking, I'm going with Nate Thrasher to Nate. I mean, that just, it, yeah, it is what it is. Eight, Nate. All right. Yeah, so, there we go. There we go. There's do, that. Do we have a Mitchell Harrison report? I haven't talked to him or Pops in a while, so I don't know. I know that before, I think before we came back, uh, yeah, before Atlanta, I know he was coming off of, I think, a broken wrist or broken hand. Hmm. So, like, he, I think he broke it right after we went to break for West Coast. Hmm. So, I don't think he had even rode, but, like, one or two times before the Atlanta uh, shoot shootout. So, uh, yeah, he's... Who knows even how close he is to 100%. He's probably 75, so. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, so that's any- all I got for you. All right. Cool. Let's uh, let's move on to 450s here then. Uh, Justin, why don't you go ahead and grace us with your 450 team for right now? Oh, great. Great. Well, I'm looking at these as I go, so it's – be. do you still want me to go? Because I'm literally – this is going to take a little bit. Nope. All right. I'll fine. let her rip. All right. Cool. Let her rip. Bye. Alright, so I'm hoping you folks try to fucking send it because I'm trying to go like everybody's sending it, they're gonna get burnt and I'm gonna keep consistent to the end of the season and then hopefully get some points on some people. That's my strategy. Okay. Um got hard tramp at a one. He's been right around top ten. So nine, eight, whatever, I'll fucking take it. Um, I'm gonna do Cowboy Kevin Moran at a nine. He's going to get some track time on Friday. He always races his way in besides when we were there. Um, so we're not going to be there. So um, I think he'll make it. And then uh, Tristan Lane's my only ballsy pick at a 13. But he's I don't really know if it's ballsy, though. I don't think it's ballsy, man. He's pretty much made all the mains lately. So Yeah, yeah. So got him up in that action. And then uh, – Malcolm Stewart is my offer. Okay. All right. Uh, well, I got uh, I got that perfect ten, sexy son of a bitch, Justin Brayton, at a zero. Ugh. We'll see. Uh, I got Betty Bloss at uh, five. I got baby giraffe. Baby giraffe. He's actually not the tallest guy anymore. Did you hear? There's some other dude that's like no. six seven. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, Robert Haley. Yes. Ooh. He's a dude that came. I, dude, he's he's not really anybody. He's the dude that came through the All Stars bullshit. But he's like six seven. It's fucking stupid. He's like two eighty nine in the KTM or something. Benny said he felt short next to him. Oh yeah, dude. When you look at this guy, I saw some picture of him from Daytona. Yeah. And he is like a fucking a small forward on a basketball team. It's stupid. Weird. Um. All right. So anyway, so I got Benny at a five. Uh, I also have Tristan Lane at a thirteen. Uh, cause I figure he'll probably make the main, like I give about an 85% chance with the field, the way it is, he's going to make it and he's a 13. So that's double points no matter what. Uh, and then my all-star, I got Chase Sexton. Okay. Well, I, uh, I also have Benny Bloss at a five. I mean, 12th last weekend, 13th the weekend before whatever it was. I mean, that's double points right there. Uh, I got paid Clay Hall at a six. Uh, he was 13th last weekend, so once again, just anybody in fucking double points. Hang on, hold, uh, hold the fucking phone. Okay. 
Why is Chiz not on this list anywhere? Ooh, that's a good fucking point. Why is Chiz not on here? I don't know. No, he's not. Huh. That's weird. Maybe they're, I don't know. That whatever. Keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, that is a little weird. But even, dude, even if he's on the list, he's going to be fucking at like a four handicap probably. That's fine. You got eight. Like, yeah, I know. I, I know. I know. Um, so I also have Tristan Lane as well. And uh, Milestar is uh, Mookie. Mookie, Mookie, Mookie. Mookie Fever. Mookie Fever. Still not going to get a win, but Mookie Fever. Mookie Fever. All right. Anything else fantasy wise for anybody? Fever. Ah, God, this is getting like super tough. Yep. Thank God we've only got one. Oh, I will say this: one round know, left. I, I fucking, I would fucking pick, you know, Justin Rodbell, but I just, part of me just can't after that bullshit that he pulled in the LCQ. I just don't want to anymore. <laughs> fucking moron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. We got some hot takes tonight. Hot takes. Yeah, I didn't what happened? Dude, the LCQ last weekend in Foxborough. So, like, you know how Scott got he got the last transfer spot. He passed Bubba Pauly with, oh, like, yeah, a lot yeah, to I go. I did watch this. Yeah. Fucking Rod Bell dive bombs fucking Bubba Pauly for no goddamn reason whatsoever and just, like, takes them both out. Like, dude, and I said this to Travis on the show. I'm like, I really hope for his sake that he thought that, like, he was not paying attention and he was in, like, Bubba Pauly was a transfer position. But that didn't matter anyways. But to find out you dive bomb Bubba Pauly for fucking sixth in the LCQ – you're a moron. And I'm just like, no, no, can't do it. Fucking idiot. Yep. Yep. All right. So that. All right. Uh, any, any, any news and notes that anybody wants to talk about before we go? Yeah, sure. Uh, I heard today that our hurling's dream is dead in the water. Oh, where'd you hear that? I heard uh, on a, another podcast that a certain source that has pretty good ties to Europe said that he got on the bike the other day and it did not go well. He got what? Sorry, he broke up. That he got on a bike the other day and it did not go well. It Well, uh, yeah, cuz I mean he got cleared and like he's fucking the same the injury that he has is almost identical to what Justin Cooper had. Uh, or has. Uh I um I so what they were saying is it's much much worse than uh was let out and that it yeah. is not healing properly. Uh, huh. So uh, Dan Truman uh, mm. said that he, because uh, he was trying not to say too much uh, because he, he yeah. knows quite a bit. Um, he said. Yeah, I already know Ryan Dungey. What? What? Dan Truman dropped some shit with Ryan Dungey riding this rough ass track today and was like, Oh, why is he riding this super rough track for fun? Ryan was also in, out in California a couple weeks ago testing uh I mean say he's testing, testing he's not he's not doing anything but testing. Um uh no, uh he said he said that if you would have bet him like two months ago if Hurlings was coming, he would have taken that bet all day long that Hurlings was coming and now he won't even make a ten dollar bet. And we all know Dan really likes to bet. Uh, so I don't yeah. think I don't think Hurlings is coming. Well, see, what I'm really curious is is that I well, here's what I think is going to happen because when the stuff that I was reading about, like when I heard that his injury was just as bad as just like the same as Cooper's, I was like, well, there's no fucking way because I had heard that just like literally two days ago, mm-hmm. and I'm like, 
Yeah, even though he's back on the bike, even if it goes well, if it's as bad as Cooper's and we've seen how long fucking it's put out Justin Cooper, I'm like, okay. I almost have to believe that we still might see him over here, but it's going to be for like a few rounds. And it's going to be way late in the season. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I don't, yeah, I don't because, think uh, yeah. we're not seeing yeah. him the whole season like we were hoping. So that's a bummer. No. And I still think that he wants to, there are certain tracks that he wants to ride over here. But I think his ultimate goal at this point is, since neither title is a possibility, he just wants to do enough to uh, get recognized Stay for relevant. the Dutch team. What? Stay relevant. I don't think Jeffrey Hurlings has a problem staying relevant. Uh, no, to just bite your tongue, son. Bite your tongue. That man will be relevant until he retires. Are you kidding me? There's always going to be talk with Jeffrey Hurlings. You know, I heard a fun. Um, I heard a fun fact today that he, you know, he's oh, I'm coming up on being the the winningest GP rider ever. And then it's like, well, he's, and then got a it's while like to go, he's got a while to go before and, that. Yeah, but it's like 61% of his fucking wins are in the MX2 class. Like, get fucked, dude. That's like, you might be right on that, but you also need to look at how many wins he's had in the MXGP class and how many races he's actually raced. And his fucking win rate is like higher than anybody outside of Ricky right. Carmichael. All right. Well, I'm not saying that the uh, win. I'm not on, saying. Listen, boys. Oh, boy. What? You guys keep arguing about GPs. I'm going into order. No, I'm not arguing. I know what Travis. I know what you're saying, but once again, you also can't deny the fact that the man has been in the MXGP class in 2017. He's only completed two full seasons. Those two full seasons that he completed, he won the title in both of them, and his win percentage is higher than anybody else's, and it's not even close. I mean, I, I, I won't argue that, but but the problem being is running around, running your mouth about being like the winningest GP rider ever, which I know he's not yet, but he he's and he, going he's after got a while that too. Is yeah. is just like, dude, get bet. Unless you're the winningest GP rider in the pre in the GP class, I don't want to fucking hear. Yeah. It. If you come out and you start spouting that off, and you've got fuck even forty percent of your wins are in the MX2 class, like no fucking way. Get get fucked, dude. So I don't know, whatever. But you, it's a bench you, racing you topic that we don't need to get into. I just, it it was just something interesting that I heard that I was like. Really? That's okay. All right. Cool. But yes, you are correct. You know, the His... thing about it, though, it's 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 not even him anymore, though. That's doing it. It's other people around him that are doing it. Like yeah. he even said last year when he won the title that he didn't really want to talk about that anymore. So I know where you're. Co- I know where you're coming from, but also it's hard to deny when your win percentage is higher than the guy. And I mean, all all of our like our guy that we like, Tim Geyser, the guy who's won fucking three, about to win his fourth 450 championship. His win percentage is higher than that guy. And he's completed way less. I mean, dude, think about that 2018 season when he won the title. He fucking won, what was it, 34 out of fucking 40 motos, and he would have won more had he not missed two fucking rounds. Yeah, I mean, and it's okay. We're talking about that now, but you get 20 years down the road. Are we talking about win percentage or are we talking about titles, which Geyser's going to fucking crush him in? Like, uh, Maybe. I mean, it just all depends. <laughs> it all depends on how much Hurling's fit healthy. Like, that's his thing. If he can fucking stay healthy, he's going to surpass Geyser because every time those two have lined up for a full season, we want to talk about how much Geyser wins, but he has never beaten Jeffrey in a full season that Jeffrey's been healthy. All right, well, don't so play, don't play what is gotta... with me because if, if Stu could have stayed off the ground, hey, Stu would have won a 1,000 titles. I mean, 
Well, I don't. I'm know not gonna. I'm not gonna play what ifs. I'm gonna play. I'm not gonna play what ifs on this game. I'm gonna play the 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 strictly what's in front of us. Which what's in front of us is he cannot seem to stay off the ground and stay healthy. It's a big big problem for him. It's been a big big problem for him. They switched the rules around a bunch to keep him in MX2 for longer. He was in MX2 for like seven years, won a bunch of GPs, ran his mouth about being the greatest of all time or some shit or winning the most GPs or whatever. He's now become much, much, much more subdued, much more humble, um, but he definitely carries that stigma and definitely said some of this shit. And then when you get to the end of the road, like I said, in 20 years, I mean, dude, you look back at Stefan Everts right now, okay? Can you tell me Stefan Everts win percentage? No, no, I fucking can't. Can I tell you that Stefan Everts won 10 fucking MXGP titles? Yes. Yes, I can. Can I tell you, Stefan Everts was the GOAT of MXGPs, much like Carmichael's the GOAT of the U.S. series? Yes. Yes, I can. I couldn't tell you how many races he won. I couldn't tell you anything like that. So, like, the win percentage is a nice thing to throw around right now. But when we get down the road and you start looking at, you know, your mark in history or whatever, as far as like doing something like this, your win percentage doesn't mean shit if you can't stay off the ground, stay healthy, and win fucking titles. Like, we're going to look no, back. I, I will tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll, what he will, though, those, cat, those checks. Well, hey, that's, that's fine for him. But I'm just saying, <laughs> in the conversation of all of us, all of us talking heads in the future, there's not going to be a always oh, win. There's going to be. The, the win percentage isn't going to be the thing. It's going to be, well, when he was healthy, no one could beat him, but he couldn't stay healthy. That's how the conversation will go. And it'll be like, yeah, it, I mean, it'll be just like Stu. The, the long and short of it, it is exactly like Stu of he can't stay hey, fucking healthy or off the ground. Stu, we do. That's we fine. Are, I'm going to eat. What? I'm going to eat. What are you eating? Cool, bro. I mean, you guys are just babbling on about Stuff what are you eating? What are you eating? What am I eating? Yeah. American Legion, bro. Is that is that a fucking joke? No, is, dude. Is that's it? a legion. Alright, well, have a nice all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner, and we'll talk to you later, buddy. Absolutely, boys. You guys going to be on the show fun. Sunday? You right, guys yeah. have fun calling GP right. talk. Are you coming are you to the show, the show Sunday? Sunday? Fucking Supercross only? Yes, I'll plan on it. God, it's about fucking geez. time. Jesus Christ. You guys missed me. I know. All right. No, no. All right. We'll see you on Sunday. Later. See ya. All right. Moving on in news. Uh, did you listen to the Cairoli interview on Pulp on Monday? Uh, no, but I had heard the Cairoli interview from way back, like at the end of last year and shit. So I'm wondering if he said anything different. Uh, I mean, basically, he talked about coming over to do the first two. Um, and then he kind of let slip of like, then he would go to Baker's factory after that, uh, which we all fucking knew was going to happen anyway. So yeah. But it's just shocked, funny because he's that. only been talking about doing the first two and then it's like, yeah. he drops that and then he kind of backpedaled and was like, well, if I continue, you know, um, which from what, what they were talking about today, there's talk because obviously he's pretty in tuned with, or he's pretty entwined with get and obviously Dan Truman is with get um, yeah. is is that there's a pretty high probability that unless he's just like running around in 15th he's gonna keep going um so well, dude, I tried to tell I try I, that's, yeah, why, that's I mean, why I made those comments that yeah. I don't 
I didn't fucking see that. Cairoli doesn't do shit half-assed, even though this is kind of like his so long retirement tour. <laughs> he raced but it in Duro again, last like, week, man. <laughs> yeah, he's he, Zach Osborne. He, and like he, I told you, and, and like I told you, bro, he's fucking riding and training three to four times a week with the KTM team. So yeah. it's like. Well, he's yeah. I don't. The reason he's doing California it, it, is he's testing for KTM, and they wanted him out in California yeah. to test for him. So, yeah. So that's a thing. Well, um, this is that's going to be interesting too, though. Then because now that we know that we still might see Hurlings at some point, but it's not for the whole series. That's pretty much kiboshed. Uh, this still does make it interesting, though, that if Cairoli, even though he's claiming that he's not taking it serious, if he's going in with an idea of like, hey. If I go out and win one of these, like I'm going to keep going to try to win. That's still a conversation that people need to have. Like, I know it's not as big as the hurlings thing, mm-hmm. but dude, Cairoli can fucking still go beat all of our boys when he wants to. So like that still is a thing to be looking for and is going to make the series exciting. Yep. Yep. So, um, last thing to touch on, what are, are you hearing anything out there about Anstey? Uh, it almost sounds like the Kawasaki thing is pretty much a, done deal i mean they want to keep claiming that like oh these are just rumors even vital put out a thing i don't know if you watched the video with michael Lindsay, but they put out talking about that in ktm and uh yeah it sounds like the cowie thing is because and i didn't and i didn't know this but once again i don't check all the social shit but like matt wyman that like he had messaged me yesterday apparently something came out about ac on one of the socials like with now that he's out for the summer and there were like rumors flying around that like, oh, did he get dropped? Like, is he done? Like, is Cowie washing their hands with him? And I was like, no. I was like, I haven't heard that. I was like, but Cowie wants somebody on that bike, and it's. I'm thinking Max is going to be the second guy opposite Jason Anderson for the summer. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear an announcement here in the next two weeks. Yeah, that's what I hear too. But then on Pulp on Monday, they were talking that. Uh, from what they know, AC's re-signed already with Cowie. So, well, and, and that's the thing that, like, when Wyman texted me, he was like, "Dude, what's up with this?" And I don't know where he had saw this. Like, he checks all the same social shit that all of us do, so I don't know where he saw this. But he's like, "Dude, did like something happen with AC?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so." I was like, "It just it sounds like he's going to be out for the summer. Like his knee, it's fucking messed up. Shit's not going right." But Cowie's going to want another dude on that bike, and yeah. oh yeah, apparently. Apparently, like what KTM came to him with filling the second spot, the two they wanted another two fifty guy, and Max was like, "Uh, no, not not <laughs> doing that." Yeah, the which the well, that's yeah, okay. KTM second two fifty guy or only yeah. two fifty guy? I don't know. Well, I was just about to say that like something is going on with Volan right now, and that means KTM is not happy. Mm-hmm. Um. Dude, is there any more any talk about the Cooper Webb thing for outdoors? Uh, haven't heard anything. In fact, I heard on Pulp on Monday that they are pretty sure he's re-signing with KTM. Dude, KTM right now is actually in a actually lot of- let me actually let me let me clarify what they said. Um, they were talking about uh, God, they ran through this whole ringer that basically. Tomac was going to sign a or the reason Tomac hasn't signed yet is because mm-hmm. he wants to ride the 2023 uh cuz yeah. he's nervous that the 2023 isn't going to be as good for him or something 
um, which will fuck him for the last year. And he wants to go out, obviously, you know, being pretty good. Um, so there it, the, the, the talk was that they thought Tomac would resign for one year. Webb would do a one year contract extension. And then mm. when Tomac left, Webb would move over there for 2024, I guess it would be then. Um, yeah, 2024. Yeah. So I don't know. There was this whole web they weaved with him. Uh, going over there, so <laughs> nice. I nice. <laughs> I don't know, but it but it was basically sounding like oh he's going to be at KTM for one more year, which say whatever yep. you want. There is yeah, there is a lot going on behind the scenes at KTM there that isn't good. Well, and then also Max also got offered another like he also got offered not only the two fifty spot, but like there was even talk I guess about the four fifty spot, which when I heard that and I don't know how like actually that if that's confirmed but if that is true as well that definitely tells me that like ktm and marv are done because like why would you offer max yeah the another 450 spot when you have fucking marvin sitting right there yeah so who's, who's doing well who's won a race who's been on the yeah. podium three out of the last four like what could what fucking you... win another race by the end of this year if maybe yeah so like dude yeah something's weird going on at ktm and it does make me wonder that with Marv being done or not there, who knows what's going to happen with AP. So Cairoli is pretty much the only dude that's confirmed at this point. The hurlings thing is out. Who knows what's fucking happened with Coop? Like he could race outdoors, might not race outdoors. It makes me wonder if KTM is like searching for another guy right now to fill that third spot. And if Max turned him down, that only fucking leaves two other guys and Shane and Joey. And who fucking knows what's going on with Joey? I don't know if anybody's even heard anything from him. Yeah. And I don't see KTM taking a, a shot with Shane for the summer because, once again, it's back. Yeah. So, like, dude, KTM is going to be in a real tough spot come outdoors. And then is the Volan thing, like this, all this fucking shit going on with Volan. Dude, KTM is going to be so fucked this outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. God. Talk about how the mighty have fallen. You go, KTM wins, what, three in a row with Dunge? Then mm-hmm. they went, then they, you know, the white KTM wins in 2018 and Supercross. Then you go to yep. 2019. Well, 20, yep, yep. Th- then you go to 2019 yep. and Webb wins. And then Webb and Tomac have a close battle in 2020. And then 2021, Webb wins. And now all of a sudden, the only person to win a race is a person they're shoving out the door. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I don't, dude, I don't fucking know. Um, and the only other news that I got for you, and this isn't even confirmed, and this is kind of me just like searching, uh, and it's not even that big of a deal to a lot of people, but I don't know. Did you read my text where I told you guys about the whole Romano thing? Uh, Nick Romano? No, I don't. Well, I might have. I think Nick Romano is. I think Nick Romano is going pro uh, at the first California round for Star. Ah, okay. And why I say that is, and once again. For anybody that listens to this, and I know not as many people listen to this show as they do the main show, but for anybody that listens to this, this is not confirmed. I have no source on that. I haven't done any digging. It just through a little bit of research, and I'll tell you why I believe this. So Nick Romano, he went through a little bit. He had an injury there for a while at the beginning of the year. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was from training after Minios, but he's been to a few area qualifiers since he's come back. He just went to south of the border over the weekend and crushed it. 
we're coming up on the deadline of we only have like three more weeks of these area qualifiers before we start regionals. So Romano, I think, has been to a total of two, if not three area qualifiers and smashed every one of them. Okay. None of those qualifiers that he went to is he listed as putting his money in to go to the regional. Do you know when you go to the results on MX Sports and it fucking, like, if yeah. you were there, it'll tell you, like, hey, it'll have, like, a check mark. It'll say, like, oh, 1-1. But if a guy's there and he's not, like, signing up for regionals, if he won, it'll just have the guy who got second. Like, he'll be the number one guy on that page. Yeah. I went to South of the Border qualifier over the weekend, and I know Romano crushed everyone, crushed Bryce Shelley, crushed Matt Burkeen, all these other dudes. His name was nowhere to be found on the area qualifier list. Interesting. So I started thinking, I'm like, Romano kind of is at the point where he doesn't really care about outdoors or doesn't care about this amateur shit anymore. He's not in a chance time situation. I, even though Star has all these fucking dudes, right now, let's remember, Star is in a situation where even though they have fucking everybody, we don't know how healthy Justin Cooper is going to be going to outdoors, even though he has been riding. Yep. They say Colt Nichols has been riding, but we don't know how well he, like, what his whole thing is going to be. So, and we don't know how healthy Jeremy Martin and Levi Kitchen is going to be, yep. even though we assume they're going to be there. So that's four out of your what? That leaves fucking one other dude, Nate Thrasher, because obviously Noah Craig is going to be on the 450 for outdoors. <laughs> yeah. At least one other guy. Yeah. So it's like, I think, and once again, I don't know this for certain. But I think Bobby Regan went to Romano and goes, dude, we know that you're ready. We know that you've been pounding out 35-minute motos. Fucking, we know that you and Hymas were going to clean up this year. We know where Hymas is, pretty much. Why don't we just move you up, yeah. like, a year early? Or even, not even a year early, he was going to go pro after Loretta's. Yeah. So, by the art of deduction, and once again, this is not confirmed. I have not talked to anybody. I think he's going to be going pro at the five, at the California rounds because I think that right now Bobby Regan is looking at four out of his five dudes and he doesn't know where those four out of five dudes even stand as far as because they're all hurt. Yeah. So keep an eye on that. I don't, like I said, I don't know if this is for sure, but if Romano is going pro at the California rounds, yep. that's going to add even more fucking depth to this fucking class, dude, because we all, we all know he is ready where, wherever his speed is. We don't know for sure. We all know that he's ready to go do this 35-minute moto shit. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting to see um, if he goes up there. Because I think that kind of like the way you think about Chan Timus, I think that Romano is going to be a fucking stud. And hmm. uh, yeah, man. So that'll be cool. I hope that he does it. I really want to see where his speed's at because there's a lot of hype around him. Um LeBlanc is still going to stay back, especially if Romano goes up, because LeBlanc would be their only star dude. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we know Hymas is still staying in the amateur shit. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's the only other thing that I got. Not that big of a deal to a lot of people, but I think it's a little bit interesting because I started thinking about it. I'm like, dude, Bobby Regan's probably going, fuck. Even though we know Nate Thrasher is, can be, is really good outdoors, he even proved that before he got hurt. Yeah. If we're only going with to the races, and I know that he's my only healthy dude, we're going to need more guys. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. That'll be interesting though. That'll be interesting if they move him, they bump him up. Um, mm -hmm. cause usually star is really, really good about this shit. Cause we obviously know what they did with kitchen last year. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it's just going to be one more fucking dude in that already stacked two fifty class. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll see. So, um, I don't really, I don't really have anything else. Nah, I don't know if there's any other 
shit going on. Nah, we can cover it on the main show on uh, on Sunday. So, all right. Well, this all has right, been another cool. episode of the uh, Moto Aftermath Show. Oh god. Moto, after, <laughs> Moto Aftermath Show Fantasy Podcast Edition. Thanks to our sponsors. Links in the description below. Thanks to everyone to, who's playing. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about Salt Lake City and the finale, and then we'll wrap it up the week after. So thanks, everyone. Good luck, and we'll talk Thank next you. week. See you.